to a new RFM. We're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas joining me, Jan Klein. And we're heading off to some islands off the east coast of Africa. Madagascar, how does that sound? Seychelles, yeah, sounds great. And maybe heading into Spain as we are starting off talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas, welcome. And Africa, such an exotic sounding destination, but this is even more exotic, the islands off Africa. Exactly. And I think most people, when they think about going on holiday, in Africa, you think of going there for the game drives and the wide open plains and, you know, may, maybe down the, the Cape Dutch Way and the wineries and so on. But there's more to Africa, of course, than what lies on the mother continent. Um, it's also home to some of the most extraordinary islands on the planet, of which we've got Mauritius, of course, which is en route between, you know, Perth, if you were flying directly across to Joburg, it's in that area of the Indian Ocean. And you've got Zanzibar, which is off, off Kenya. Then you've got Madagascar. Now, it's the fourth largest island in the world and off the top of that you've got the Seychelles so it's a wonderful place and it's described as the eighth continent by ecologists largely because of its array of flora and fauna that cannot be found anywhere else on the planet. This is Madagascar. Madagascar. So to put it in perspective apparently about 90% of all wildlife and plant life is unique to the island. So that is really quite something, isn't it? I guess it's a bit like the Galapagos, isn't it, in, in one it's sense? It's kind of Noah's Ark. Yes, absolutely. And so there's a lot of national parks, of course, uh, and people who work within those parks to protect wildlife, coral reefs and rainforests, etc. And it's got another island just off it, which is called Nosy Bay, N-O-S. Y-B-E. And it's a very popular beach destination and it's got um, quite an array of hotels and resorts on that island. So you can, you know, get across to there and have a bit of resorting as well as travelling around Madagascar and doing some incredible things as well. Um, and of course, you know, you, you take high tea amongst the lemurs and all sorts of things if you wish. So wow. wonderful things you can do. Um, Zanzibar, of course, it's different again. It's um, the stone town, which is one of the towns on Zanzibar, is very old and has winding alleys and bazaars and mosques and, and shops, etc. of course. But you've also got wonderful beach life there as well. And of course, it's very pristine waters in this part of the world as well with beautiful crystal blue waters and lots of lovely snorkeling, you know, reefs fishing, diving, anything you want to do. Um, and apparently uh, in Zanzibar, they have professional charters all year round if you really want to go into the big time time fishing. Um, so, And there's another little island just off Zanzibar as well. So these little tiny islands, some of them only take 20 guests at a time. So if you want to go somewhere totally exclusive, it'd be something very, very different. And so we've got there the Seychelles. And on the edge of the Seychelles plateau, there's an island called Bird Island. Now, needless to say, no why that's called Bird Island. Could be some birds there. <laughs> Just a few birds there. Uh, so they have apparently thousands and thousands of different varieties of birds on this island. So it, it is, I guess, an ecologist's you know, beautiful place to go or anyone who's interested in birds or wildlife as well as being beautiful in their own right. And there's lots of marine parks there which are protected, which are filled with um, sea turtles, dolphins and whales, which are all protected as well. And there's a whole range of accommodation, which is good, Jane, too. So like you can stay from your four-star Relay and Chateau-style resort 
right down to sort of backpackers to, to budget cottages and villas, etc. So, you know, if you're going to Africa, you know, and you want a little bit of an a R&R maybe out after a safari or something, you know, hop across to, to one of these islands and do that. It'd be a wonderful thing to do. And quite interestingly, I know this one might be a bit too soon for people, but there's a couple of cruises taking in these areas now, just to give you an idea. Now, this one's in October. It's a 35-day cruise uh, on Princess, and it's going from Cape Town to Rome, but along the way, it's taking in Port Louis, which is in Mauritius, of course, Nosy Bay that we mentioned, Madagascar and Mahe in the Seychelles. And if that's too soon, there's another one as well, a 46-night Indian Ocean and South African Odyssey, which is in January next year. So there are options also to cruise around them if you so desire. But certainly if you're visiting there, you know, if you're doing a Kenyan safari, which is dirt roads and you're all dusty and filled up with dust and dirt and well how nice just to escape for a few days to one of these islands and just take in the beauty and the uniqueness as well as having some you know chill out time excellent so Africa's got a lot to offer, it seems. It, well, it does, Jane, when you mm. think about it. It's all the range of national parks, like we've mentioned. I mean, the food, the cost of living, particularly like in South Africa and most East African countries for us, um, you know, where our dollar isn't good in some areas, we're still doing quite well there. So from an economical point of view, once you're there, it's not going to be a high cost of living for you to go out and eat or to do anything. Um, admittedly, staying at some of the safari parks can be expensive, but again, they, they range from everything from five-star down to the lower where you can just be in a tented safari park. So it's affordable across a whole range for people of all ages. It's a fantastic place to go. And this is Talking Travel with Sally Lucas and me, Jane Klein, for our sponsor, Travel on King. And, uh, well, we're going a little bit. Here's a little test for you. We've been in Africa and we're heading further north. Where are we heading? Now, yes. I know you know the answer, Sally Lucas. <laughs> what is it? Where are we heading? Uh, the Iberian Peninsula, maybe? Ooh. <laughs> is that a bit vague? That narrows it down to two countries, Yes, it, it does. Spain so and Portugal. Portugal. Which one? Um, I could talk about both, but I will just talk about uh, Spain, but in particular, Barcelona. Now, if you've been to Barcelona, or Barcelona as it's correctly known, I just wonder if you've ever done the excursion to the monastery at Montserrat. Now, it's quite an exceptional, and I mean exceptional, drive and um, scenic and scary. If you go up the route that we went up, which was the windy route, and when you get there, the mountains and the whole mountain scenery on the way up, it's like they've been... I don't know, carved out of shapes almost, you know, it's so high. And when you get to the top and look back down, it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, a lot of the parts of the monastery actually built into the stone, like Petra is with Jordan and Jordan in, sorry, Petra in Jordan, I'll get it right in a minute. Um, but it's considered one of the most visited places in Spain. If you haven't done it, it's certainly worth doing. Um, the first reference to the monastery can be traced back to as far as the year eight. 180 and local children were supposed to have seen an image of the virgin there but the virgin is painted black so it's unusual it's got this the black madonna or the black virgin is what you can see when you go there but what it's also famous for is the boys choir and you've got to be selected to go there and the, these young boys with the high voices go there and they are trained and they you can go then if there's you're lucky enough to be there and there's usually a couple of rehearsals or performances on the acoustics are amazing and you can hear them sing which is which is quite unbelievable but even just wandering around there it's all run by by um, nuns and monks and so on and they produce a lot of their own produce so they have these little stalls where you can buy locally made um, items there as well 
which is quite fantastic. Um, it was sacked and destroyed by the French, actually, in the 1800s, and then it was actually rebuilt again in the 19th century. So it goes back a long time. Um, you can get there, as I said, by a, a coach tour. It's about 50 k's northwest of Barcelona. Um, we did a day trip to it, which was quite fantastic. We went up the circuitous route, which you've really got to do. You're just winding round and round and round. and then But the view when you get to the top and you look down and the cars and the buses, as you can see the road winding, look like ants. You know, it's quite a high climb. You can go the, the cheats way and go up by an A2 expressway and get around and duck back in that way. But, oh, you've got to at least go one way, the scary oh, the way. Scary way. <laughs> Or the very scenic way. Well, it's a very scenic way, and it's a very imposing range of, of sort of craggy mountains. It's really hard to describe unless I suggest you go and Google Montserrat. It's M-O-N-T-S-E-R-R-A-T out of Barcelona and have a look. It's nine kilometres long and five kilometres across this this crag of mountains where it, where it is, so it is quite unique. And there's some fabulous um, statues that have been built there as well. Uh, you can go into cathedrals, you can go into a museum there, uh, and it's one of the Spain's most important pil pilgrimage sites as well. So it's very interesting to go to. And also note there's a museum there that has works in it by El Greco and um, Picasso, amongst many other artists. There's a holy grotto, which has been ordained as a holy place. And, of course, you can walk into that cave where the children first say they saw their visions of the Virgin Mary. So it's 1,200 metres above sea level, so as you can see, that is quite high. You can actually do hiking trails through there and all sorts of things as well. But very Sounds interesting. Strenuous. <laughs> well, I don't think I'd like to do it. It'd be extremely steep. It'd be almost be abseiling, I reckon. <laughs> but a fantastic place, Jane. It really is. If you haven't done it, next time you're in Spain and in Barcelona in particular, it's worth that day trip to Montserrat. Fantastic. To Montserrat. Well, thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll talk travel again next Friday after the one o'clock news with thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King on 2 and your RFM.